Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We are back in the rabbit hole where we are going down, 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 baby. Further down. Our last message of the day was solidarity because it is important to support your fellow man in the struggle. We are all in the struggle, baby. And it is up to each and every one of us to pick up a hand when it falls. When somebody falls, you reach out that motherfucking hand and say, I got you, comrade. We will bring this motherfucker down. That's, that's peak solidarity. Peak solidarity is also showing up to the protest with water. Peak solidarity is also showing up with medical supplies. Shouts out to Comrade Halsey. My uh, friend showed me a picture of her giving out first aid to protesters. Shouts out to Comrade J. Cole. Obviously... We are giving him the support for the BLM movement, but he is also returning that support back to the BLM movement from the upper echelons of society. Shouts out to comrade Ariana Grande. I would give a shout out to Kamala Harris, but I kind of wish she actually stayed home. The message of solidarity has been spreading. It's fascinating that they actually wanted Blackout Tuesday you know, Blackout Tuesday, get off the internet. We, we all need a break. We all need to black it out. We don't need to be supporting Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, none of them. None of them. TikTok, what have you. We don't need to be supporting any of them. The unfortunate side of that is, is that most of the communication from the ground to the, to, to, to the rest of the people is through Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Solidarity globally now spreads through these social media giants so while i do support the idea of the blackout uh to show my actual solidarity for a movement that was already happening before blackout tuesday i stayed online and i continued to spread videos messages and information concerning the revolution that is happening in these streets Solidarity. That may have been the message of the day before, but solidarity is the most important message that we keep up. And I've been noticing it's across the globe, and so that just really, really plays my heartstrings into a beautiful melody. But today's message of the day that must be uphold, strengthen, and spread is resilience. A strong resistance movement is nothing without strong resilience. Because for a revolution to be successful, I believe that it has to be able to bend, but not break. And after bending, it returns to its true form, the true form of revolution, the true form of fundamental change, all the way down to the first support beam. This house is crooked as fuck, you know? Yeah, we, there was a lot to learn from House of Cards before we had to learn that Kevin, yeah, wow, pardon me, before we had to learn that Kevin Spacey was no comrade of ours, never to be, merely just an actor, even though he's played wonderful roles, uh, he is a sleazebag, so I had to leave that show behind, but a sleazebag playing a sleazebag was very enlightening to see how the 
political operatives may move. I mean, it's so Game of Thrones in a way, this house of cards. And so I can imagine it happening on the highest level still to this day. I mean, why would there not be conniving and scheming against uh, certain actors who have uh, prominent roles within society? Really, they're all just playing a game on seeing who can make it to being a, bi- uh, a, a cyborg by 2050, while the rest of us are merely just pawns and all of it. But the fortunate thing is, is that all the people in the streets are not saying that they're pawns. They're saying that they're more than that. They're saying that they are the people that the preamble and the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, they are the people of those beautiful contracts that hold this nation together. I wouldn't say beautiful, but... You know, uh, the preamble and the Bill of Rights are beautiful. The rest of the Constitution, it's mids. But I like it for the fact that it's amendments. It admits that this country is to be improved. So if this country is going to make it through into that progress that it always imagined itself, which it used to call a more perfect union... How could you ever reach perfect? If, if you did, how could you reach more perfect? That means always being imperfect. That means always being ready for change. There's so many people out there that want to just keep things the way that they are. And unfortunately, the way, thing, the way that things are are way too close to the way that they used to be. And the way that they used to be is also what people want. They want a white ethno state to run this bitch. They want all black and brown and yellows, all POCs down below in the south. And we would they, they here and I'm quoting them or maybe even just hopping into their mind for a second, but they they want them to go down peacefully. They want all of the colored people to just go down to the south voluntarily. Abandon your lives for better ones in the south so that we may make this land for the whites in the north. We got many sides of where this country wants to go to the future. To an egalitarian, delusional, utopian site where everybody lives in dignity. It may be delusional. It may be delusional to believe that every person deserves a fucking house. That every human being should be fed before we pay another dime for a gun. Hmm. I'm a little passionate this morning. (laughs) But god damn it. God damn it, there's so much to it. There's so much to it, and that's why we need resilience. Because it can get exhausting. It could be backbreaking. I mean, this this month could end all of us, you know? We could end up falling prey to COVID because of these protests, and we could also end up falling prey to such, such violence from the state that we just... We, we might actually tear it all down. I mean, honestly, it all depends on how our president responds to all of this. And so far, it doesn't look like he is interested in alleviating any of these situations. Or as both the fifth column had mentioned it, it doesn't seem like he wants to stamp out any of these sparks. In fact, 
Trump, as we get closer to election, may want to increase the amount of sparks, and he might even increase the, the amount of areas he tries to ignite sparks. He's not alone in this, of course. The whole Republican Party is behind this man. If they get another four years of him, oh my God, what are they going to do with the next Republican president? Even if Trump actually does leave office, which I even doubt, because the man is trying to bring a dictatorship to America. And that may be because the elites of the elites see authoritarianism as the only way into the deepest, darkest future that we have set for ourselves, whether it be climate change, the next epidemic, or World War III, we've been at a hundred and seconds, we've been at a hundred seconds to midnight for a fucking minute now. In fact, I haven't even really checked to see if that, if that clock has moved at all, but I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the year of 2020, the most lit year most of us have experienced in a very long time. We've been at 100 seconds to midnight. That's just over a minute and a half. (sighs) So if we're in order for our resistance movement to continue to help BLM find justice, equality, Well, first, we all have to spread that solidarity. We have to give it to everyone and everything that is willing to fight against the powers that be. But also, we need resilience. We need to bend and not break. Because when the time comes to return to final form, to the buoyancy (laughs) that this resistance movement has not only gained in the past week, but will continue to gain as we continue to bend. They won't be able to stop us at a certain point. They will either have to allow the deterioration of the state, the already failed state, or they will just have to meet our motherfucking demands. There's a longer one. Like I said, I woke up a little bit more passionate this morning. Um, But please, spread the messages of the day, whether it be solidarity from yesterday or resilience from today, because we really need both. Can't have a strong resistance without strong resilience. Well... Just before I close it down, just wanted to mention that I am hoping to do a longer format podcast here pretty soon, even uh, some more uh, OBS kind of streaming style. I want to tell y'all that the working class observer is only the beginning. I'm not really sure where any of this is going, but the fact that when I don't participate in anything beyond, um, I want to beat my head into the wall like Jeff Rosenstock from 2018. I... um, really want to try and do more because you know paying the bills really isn't enough with the nine to five in fact the nine to five might actually be the driver of my madness um so i'm hoping to grow 
my political work with the podcast, uh, starting a YouTube channel, and uh, many, many more things to come in the future as uh, as the need for solidarity and resilience grows. But uh, if you like the podcast, please give a review, uh, some stars, what have you. If you have ideas, please um, send them to me at my Twitter uh, or my... Uh, I'm going to get better at plugging one day, someday. Um, I'm at Twitter at... Uh, oh, shit, what am I? Class Observer? At Class Observer? And on Facebook, at Knowledge Plug, I believe. Um if there's any suggestions, hit me up through those. Uh, otherwise than that, uh, uh, stay fresh, uh, stay frosty, and stay alive. I will hope to talk to you all very soon again. I love you. <laughs>